Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Dad. Would you like to connect better with your kids? Do you know what your child's school day is really like? Do you think school is the same as it was when we were in school? Now, there's a national program that can answer these questions for you. Dads of Great Students, also known as Watchdogs, is the father involvement initiative of the National Center for Fathering. Dads now have the opportunity to be a part of their child's school day in a guy-oriented format. For as little as just one day per school year, Watchdog Dads complete a challenging schedule which includes helping with student arrivals, working in the classroom, lunchroom, gym, and on the playground. At the end of the day, you're worn out, but you have a great sense of accomplishment. You know that you've made a positive change in your school for your own children and even children who don't have a dad at home. For more information, ask your principal to check out www.fathers.com slash watchdogs or call 888-540-DOGS. Hello and welcome to Watchdogs Radio. It is Tuesday, January the 22nd. I'm speaking to you from Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, we will also be hearing from the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. So welcome to the program. Today we've got a lot in store. We've got some great stuff, but one of the first things that I want to talk about is to the people that are listening to our program on podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you. We already have had over 1,500 on-demand listens, well on our way to 2,000, and that tells us that this is being successful already. We're getting out there. We're reaching people, letting them know about the Watchdogs program and how to get dads involved in schools. Well, I have the honor and the privilege of having a, uh, a great man on the line with me. He is the executive director of Watchdogs, who can really tell us about what is, uh, what is going on from the heart and soul of the organization. I'd like to welcome Mr. Eric Snow. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to be on this program. You do a great job with it, and I'm looking forward to uh, talking about one of my favorite topics today, Watchdogs. And, and I think that you and I and, and the rest of the staff at Watchdogs and so many volunteers out there just share that passion of knowing that we're making a difference. We're making a chance for guys to get in, see what's going on in the school, understand what's going on. So, Eric, can you give us kind of an update of what the last week of Watchdogs has been? I know you were in, in Greenville with my friends up there, and maybe you can give us a little update. Oh, absolutely. Well, I did. I went up for a, a launch event. I don't get to attend very many of those, but I went up as uh, on special invitation and visited uh, a school up there as they launched in a, a middle school. And uh, they did just a, a fantastic job, and, and I was so glad for that opportunity to see that the dads and the kids come out and, and the moms come out and, and just make it a really a community event. And, you know, one of the things that, that we do, Keith, and you know this um, better than anybody, is we do really want to highlight and spotlight the great job that the educators are doing and the great job that so many parents are doing, forming partnerships with those educators when we go to conferences, and we do a lot of them, you know, I think I counted up sort of as an end-of-the-year tally, and we did 160 educational conferences that we presented at last year. Those are state-level PTA, state-level school counselor conferences, and in many cases uh, elementary school principals, and a few Title I and Head Start conferences. But when we go and talk about the Watchdog Program, people expect that from us because that's what we're yeah. there for. But when we can actually connect someone with a watchdog school and let the principals and teachers and parents talk about what's going on, and it's strictly due to their efforts, 
that's when the program really comes alive. And so, uh, matter of fact, I want to point people toward uh, our Facebook page. And uh, today you just posted up an interview that I conducted last week with National Public Radio, and they went into a school in California and did exactly that. They they put a spotlight on, on just one of the many schools that are doing great work with this program. Well, certainly, and, uh, and for those of us that have been participating in the uh, Facebook page, and that is uh, Watch Space Theory Period, O Period, G Period, S on the Facebook. And we have been watching this one particular school. Now, I have known this school um, since I've been involved in the program right here in Georgia, and it, it's Kelly Mill Elementary School. And Kelly Mill actually grew out of Cumming Elementary, which is in Forsyth County, Georgia, and we're, we're very successful up there. But uh, Kelly Mill is having their donuts with Dad tomorrow, Eric, and they sent out their RSVPs. They follow the implementation guide almost religiously. I have uh, I have had great conversations with Beth Tariello up there, and they're doing an awesome job. But they put out their RSVPs, and they said, we're going to have a donuts with Dad. We're going to get a few guys come in. We'll get a few donuts. Well, I bet nobody even. I bet nobody was interested in that. I bet they just knew that nobody would show up, and 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 they probably didn't. Is that right, Keith? Eric, tomorrow morning, they're feeding over 750 people. <laughs> How did I know that? See, did you like the way I set that up for you? To... You, you, you segued right in there for me. That's awesome. <laughs> How many? Say that again. I stepped on it. How many? I believe. Now, the comment, that, and, and Beth, if you're listening, give us a call and give us your comments. But uh, she said she just called to order donuts. Uh, for the uh, Donuts with Dad event, they said it is the biggest donut order they have ever had. I believe donuts, it. 150 people, and that's Kelly Mill Elementary in, in Cumming, Georgia, and, uh, and, and that's awesome. Um, Congrats you know, watching, to them. We've been watching Cumming Elementary, and, and they've been a, a, a star in our program for, for a couple of years now. So. Hey, we hope that every one of those folks that will hear maybe uh, will hear this interview and go to our Facebook page, like it, and then help us get this word out because social media is uh, we're trying to really kind of harness that, like a lot of folks are. But we have a great story to tell. One thing that I forgot to do, you reminded me of that, and I had it on the tip of my tongue, and then just moved on. The school I was at in Greenville, sorry, is League Academy middle school in greenville mm-hmm. south carolina so i just i forgot to mention their name i was talking about the great work that they did launching this but sure. i i want to give you the school name too so congrats to them and thank you well and let's give a little uh, a little props to uh, rob hall for uh, being our uh, absolutely dad out there great supporter of the program and uh working with uh, one of the most dynamic educators i've ever met mary cox and she is amazing and is doing a great job with that school now eric did you want to give us a little more information on your your talk that you had with npr i mean that's some great literature. yeah i did i did keith and, and i appreciate that you know watchdogs really has not changed its core purpose and structure in in the 15 years since we created the first program for our elementary school in 1998 in springdale arkansas and we We've been very public about the fact that the reason we began that program, the the inspiration for that was because in March of that year when we started our program, there was a school shooting in Jonesboro, Arkansas, about five hours away on the other side of the state, Georgia Elementary's in Springdale, Arkansas. And, you know, we started this program at our school, uh, called it Watchdogs, initially dads of George students. It was George Elementary. We're just doing it for one school. And it really took off. And uh, other schools wanted to do it. It didn't take us long to figure out. You could call it dads of great students. And about a year and a half later, Jim Moore formed the nonprofit and uh, set to make this a uh, 
national program. So our goals have already been always been to uh, provide the positive male role models and really send the message uh, just through their presence that education is important. That's number one. Number two is to provide the extra eyes and ears to enhance uh, school security. And primarily we found out that is in the area of bullying. So it's always a good idea to have parents there, extra eyes and ears, always an excellent idea. When the tragedy took place uh, in Sandy Hook on uh, December the 14th, we started getting some calls right away. We've been very fortunate, very blessed with tremendous growth in this program every single year for the last 14 years. At some point this year, we're going to launch our 3,000th school. That may be the last day of the school year, uh, but it's going to happen. We're getting that close. But we started getting a lot of calls. Uh, People wanted to know how watchdogs might fit into that. And if you look on our website, if you go to fathers.com and go to the watchdog page, you'll see that I made a statement. We still have up there. We posted it up on the 14th that you know, essentially said that uh, there's no way that watchdogs could have stopped that. We're not designed for that. And, and those educators in that school had done everything that you could expect mm-hmm. a group of educators to do to keep the kids safe. And, and, in fact, our educators do a wonderful job keeping our students safe. That's proven time and time again. But, you know, we had a lot of calls. People ask us about that. And, and we were just very upfront that, you know, this is a, a great response for any community to have. Uh, we wanted to go to school when we created this and, and, and make sure that our kids knew the school was a safe place. We wanted to be there because we were hurting from the tragedy and we wanted to come together. And so, you know, a lot of schools have, have discovered the Watchdog Program because, you know, the NRA mentioned us in their press conference that they did on the 21st. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't really uh, advocate, you know, watchdogs being armed responders or, or, or patrol people, but they mentioned us in the same breath as the, the SHIELD program that they're planning. And, and we just wanted to make sure that, that people, you know, knew that that's not what watchdogs was, was going to become. And, and that's not because we're, we're anti-NRA or anti-gun. I'm a gun owner, uh, grew up hunting in Arkansas, still uh, believe very strongly in those rights. But with all of the educators that we work with, and, and I'm on the board of National PTA and, and as my role as executive director, and, and we do a lot of work in schools, we just know that the educators are the best ones to make those decisions. Uh, and we really encourage the superintendents are going to be working with their police chief, and they're going to be working with their principals, and they're going to be working with their educators to come up with each uh, district is going to have their own policy, you know, as they do now on how to keep their kids right. safe. So what we're encouraging the watchdog dads to do, absolutely start a program for the reason that you should have always started this program because it's great for education, great for the kids, and the kids' schools need us there. But then when you go in, fit in to that program or policy of security, however your school wants you to fit into that. We don't want to have a separate agenda. We don't want it to be a separate thing. And we just know that even the folks, everybody on both sides, the folks that are advocating, you know, uh, lots of armed security in the schools and folks that are on the other side saying there shouldn't be any, that both of those people have the best interest of our students in mind. And so let's start there and realize that we're all trying to create the best educational environment possible. And just go to school and help. Just our response should be to this horrible tragedy just to to respond with love, support, encouragement for our kids and for our teachers. Absolutely. And and I think I, I think that was the message that, that went out. We have it on the Facebook page as well. And I think it's this latest information, you know, to not only today in this broadcast but through through the NPR broadcast we'll get that message out as well. The uh the other thing that I wanted to mention, you know, we had an awesome response to last week's Watchdogs Radio 
with the assistant principal and the uh, one of the teachers from Reagan Elementary School down in Texas, and we've had nearly 900 uh, on-demand listens to that program. But one of the things that, that uh, I have been thinking about, and, and Eric, you and I had talked about this several months ago, maybe even uh, more than a year or two ago, we had gotten an email from a teacher that had a concern about watchdogs, and this is going back to our step two in the faculty buy-in that I'm bringing this up, and the teacher made the comment that, I don't want a stranger in my room. And, and I've been thinking about that for a long time, and, and it, it occurred to me yesterday that if a teacher is thinking of the parents of the students as a stranger, that you need our program more than anything. <laughs> because, you know, there is obviously uh, not a connection there, a, conne a connection that can be strengthened and, and through this, this simple program. And, and I think, Erica, you may remember the, the, uh, the email that I'm talking about because I've, I've been thinking about that a lot, uh, especially when talking about step two and getting the faculty buy-in is, is to let the, the teachers realize that, you know, we're here, we're parents, we have a vested interest in the school, and, and we want to be there to help. Uh, what, is that is Absolutely, and, and I know and have met both of those principals that you interviewed, uh, Steve and Sheila, and they're absolutely amazing educators. And, and you're right, it is odd many, many times for fathers and father figures to be actually in the school, in the classrooms. And so in a way, we can understand why an educator, a teacher, when they first hear that idea, it may seem weird to them and that that guy would be a stranger. The reality of it is something different. It's amazing how natural it feels whenever it happens, and these guys get in there, and these teachers, you know, it's like everybody else. The response is, "My goodness, why weren't we doing this before?" And exactly. you know, so many times those men take on leadership roles, and 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 that's something. And I'm I'm leading up to something here, another segue for you, because I know that my time is to a close, and I want you to get to the next guy that's going to talk here. That is a great example of exactly what we're talking about, of of people at a grassroots level who have taken time to, to make extra time. They're busy, they've got jobs, they've got families, but they volunteer and they give and they give and they give because they know that it's part of something bigger. And and this gentleman that you're going to introduce has made his way in national PTA to a national level to a state level uh, and has seen the Watchdog Program and for the last several years has been using it to increase male engagement in his state and has done it like nobody else has. As a matter of fact, National PTA recognized their efforts uh, last year at the National Conference uh, with the MP3 award, which is to increase male engagement and membership. And so if you think you're too busy for the watchdog program or you think you're too busy to take anything else on, I want you to listen very carefully to this next <laughs> guest uh, and be inspired by just the, the sweat equity he's poured into not only his kids, but all the other kids in his state. So would you like to do the introductions, Keith? Well, it would be my pleasure. I would like to uh, welcome to the program Mr. Dave Flat. Dave Flat is the uh, Vice President of Membership and Marketing with Nevada PTA. And we are very proud that, uh, that Dave and Mr. John Kurt Kirtley, who unfortunately couldn't be with us today, have taken the Watchdogs program to a extremely high level in the state of Nevada. So, Dave, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Uh, after all those nice words, boy, I have a large uh, pedestal to stand on. So thank you. Both <laughs> you you deserve every bit. so kind to me. Absolutely. Well, the theme of our program today has been, uh, as we're traveling through the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success, um, you know, we have talked about administration, we have talked about faculty buy-in, and now we, were, we are to the point of the top dog and team. And the top dog and team is essential 
to the success for the of, of the program or, or realistically in any parent engagement program that you're going to have, but specifically in ours. And and part of that team, when you look at, you know, you've already got your administrator, you want to have somebody from the faculty uh, on that top dog and team. But the other group that is uh, is critical to this is the PTA. And, and I always make a joke, I say the PTA is actually the engine that drives the school in a lot of cases. So you want to have that support and, uh, and Dave, can you kind of uh, address that for us? Yeah, we, we're very proud of what we do. Um, John or myself usually goes into a school and trying to find that perfect leader that will help them um, take that program and run with it, which we think is very, very important to us. So, mm-hmm. And then actually going into the school, we kick off that program and explain to the dads that are sitting out there with their children how they need to be involved in their children's life. And at that period of time, it's pretty easy. Once you can grasp that and the dads get excited about it, um, then it's easy for us to find a leader. I'm having a little bit of uh, – it sounds like it, it might be on your day if you're participating uh, in a little bit there. So if I, if I lose you, I'll try to get right back to you. But one of the things that um, – the questions that I have is, you know, how do you find that top dog? And the thing that I have found, and, and Eric, I, I believe you're the one that actually put me onto this, was that if you if you have a meeting and, and you bring people in to, to kind of gauge interest to see if it's something you want to do, and then you say, hey, we need a volunteer. Who wants to volunteer to be the top dog? And you're going to hear silence. <laughs> cricket, cricket. Yeah, cricket, exactly. <laughs> I wish I had sound effect to throw in there. Um, and the thing that I have said, and, and, and really what I've seen in so many cases, is there is there is one guy. There is somebody that, that is wanting to be there, that's wanting to have something to do. He just doesn't, you know, maybe just like I was at our school, um, I wanted to be there, but I felt like I was the third wheel because I was the only guy. Um and the teachers were making comments about, you know, the teachers, the, the students act different when you're the the, the parent. Um, that's the guy you go to him and you say, hey, look, we want to do this. We think you're a good fit. Can you help us? You don't have to carry the whole load, but will you be the guy? And and when the principal goes to somebody, the PTA president goes to, to goes to that guy and says, you know, we think that, that you're the um, the person that might be able to be the wheel for this. Would you agree, Dave? Do you think that's a, a reasonable way to go about it? You're 100% correct. It's, it's basically finding that right fit with the principal and that front office staff. Uh, that's real important, too. And then having the good relationship within the school with other dads and then going out recruiting for us also. Because once, once the word gets out, one father brings another father, which brings another father. And sooner or later, you have so many fathers that you don't know what you're doing with. And that's exactly what you're hearing throughout the United States. Sure, and you you know you want that conversation on the ball field and on the golf course and at work and and you know on the loading dock or wherever it is you 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 want that conversation of you know hey you know I took that day off I had a good time my kids loved it and it really made me feel good about what I was doing for the school so you want those conversations uh, moving forward. All right, well uh, we have a caller on the line here from the <clears throat> excuse me six three one area code. Yes, hello. This is uh, Jimmy Oliveira. Hello, go ahead. Yes, hello. This is uh, Jimmy Oliveira from New York. How are you? Jimmy, how you doing? I've been seeing a lot of you on Facebook. I'm glad I finally get a chance to talk to you. Yes, yes. Very, very busy. Um, I, like I said, I try with my watchdog shirt with whatever I do, whether I'm helping out at a hockey rink with the kids or doing security at a local church. I think it's a great way to get the uh, information out to other parents who don't know about the program 
and they can look into it and also encourage them to start it at their own school. So it's not just one school that has it. It's actually a few of them that will be popping up here uh, across Long Island that are very interested in doing it. That, that's great because we were uh, you know, talking about, the, realistically, New York State and, and how much we'd love to get some more traction up there. So we love what you're doing up there for us, Jimmy. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. At, at this time, too, I'd like to just give, uh, if I could, uh, to our Facebook page. It's uh, Watchdogs of Long Island, New York. And also we have a Twitter account, which is Watchdogs of L-I-N-Y, that you can follow us on. And I'm just asking everybody out there that does have this program to just post some uh, comments on there about the program, you know, uh, encouraging the parents here to look into it and, and actually how great the program is and the benefits that their schools and their children receive from that. Great. I appreciate now, it. Have you been uh, – I just wanted to be clear. Have you been – have you launched the program at your daughter's school yet, or are you still in the process? I'm still in the process of doing it. I'm actually vice president uh, of the PTA at the school that she went to last year. At that school, I've gotten a lot of support from the parents there uh, in the process of the program. Over the next few months, uh, I just ordered some shirts uh, to hopefully get to some of the dads and encourage them to come down and volunteer for some of the things that we're doing at the school. And hopefully next year, uh, in September, we'll have our actual kickoff. Great, great. That's, that's the way it works. So. Hey, do, hey, Jimmy, this is Eric Snow. How you doing, man? How are you? Eric. I'm good, sir. Hey, we've got uh, Dave Flat on the line, who is the vice president. Uh, is it you, the vi vice president of, of Nevada PTA or uh, for membership PTA? Help me with that, Dave. I always bad membership, with titles. It's membership and marketing. Membership marketing. Uh, he's doing a great job out there, and you all probably should connect offline and let him share with you, especially since you're working through PTA there. Um, and, and figure out some of the successes that he's had. Maybe he could help you with that, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, if you guys could uh, put us in touch with each, uh, each other, Any, anything I can learn about this program to better our, our chances of starting it and any information I have for myself to learn more about it, uh, I'm willing to I think you're. I think I've talked with you enough. I know you understand the value, of it, but I think as you're trying to uh, move that into your school district, Dave would probably help you with some strategies that they've employed over the last few years to work through PTA to help get that administrative buy-in, which is what it seems like you're maybe having a little trouble with. Not not your fault. Uh, that's why we talk about it in the training because mm -hmm. you know the the principals have to be willing to not just be okay with this, but really bring it on and support it. And a lot of it is they just you know they get a lot of things thrown at them. I mean, I've never met a principal that had a lot of extra time or a lot of extra money. And sometimes the watchdog program, when it's presented to them, even though we're excited and enthusiastic, it's just like white noise. They just, you know, they, they hear it, but yeah, yeah, everybody's got something and they're trying to be polite. But we really, uh, once we can get them to really slow down and understand that they're in control of it and it's going to help them achieve their own goals, then they really get on board. So anyway, Keith, you might just connect these guys via email and uh, or I can do it and uh, I'll just do that. Sure. Man, they're both active on the Facebook page, so that's uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate you know that. another way of another way of doing it is going the next step higher because uh, we're working with the superintendent of schools of Washoe County, which is up in Reno, and he would like to see it portrayed in every one of his schools. So we're doing a test market up there now with a couple of the schools in these last few months of the school year to see, and then we plan on hopefully rolling it out to all 50 schools in that Reno area. So, um, you know, you need if you can get a buy-in them even above that principal, the superintendent or the assistant superintendent of the schools, that they like that program. I also had the, um, the person that's in charge of Head Start come out 
and she had a buy-in likewise because they do have the money to pay for it. So we had all those in a meeting, and it was just wonderful. So you need to see if you can step up the ladder a little bit higher also and uh, work on it that way. Great. Great. Well, one, thing, one thing that I wanted to mention, and I think Eric and Dave will both back me up on this, is the that generally watchdogs in most local PTAs operate as the male engagement committee of the PTA to bring in PTA membership. And, and that is one thing we go out, you know, one of the discussions that we're seeing on the Facebook page right now um, is a dad that's wanting to bring the program into his school, and he was telling me he was having some challenges, and he just recently brought out, well, I'm going to meet with PTA. Well, that should have been the first to go to the PTA and say, you know, we're going to, this is a male engagement thing in Nevada. At the state level, you have the support. In his case, in California, you have the state level support. And then, of course, Eric, uh, if you can back me up on this, the national level support, too. So, um, Oh, absolutely, yeah. And that, that's what we hope will happen. I mean, we, we love to see watchdog programs in, in, in every school, whether it's a, you know, a PTA school or not, but especially when there's there's a PTA there. We want watchdogs to work in conjunction with that PTA because they complement each other so well, and our goals are PTA's goals. Um, and, and we just there's there's an economy of scale that can take place when you have uh, all these parents working toward the same thing. And, and you're exactly right. When PTA brings the watchdog program on as their male engagement, as their male outreach program, it can boost membership. Uh, Dave has experienced that, and uh, uh, you know we're all about that. We want the guys to come in and serve their day as a watchdog. Uh, and, you know, 50, 80, 150 guys in a school is a tremendous impact on a school, and it's a, we want it to be an on ramp for these guys, though. So we hope that they'll come in, spend a day or two as a watchdog, but then also look for those other ways to get involved in in, in the school because then now they know the school needs them, and we think when there's a PTA there, that's a great place for them to start. Let's join PTA and figure out what we can do to help with all those other things PTA is doing. Hey, Eric, I just want to let you share with you also that uh, – with the Watchdogs program in support of it, I actually just brought on 52 new members to our PTA who support the PTA and also the Watchdogs program. Out of those 52 people, 50 of them were, were men. Um, Beautiful. Not, That's exactly yeah, what we want. And I'm not done yet. I actually have to pick up a few more memberships uh, for this coming up meeting uh, February 5th, so hopefully there will be some more added to it. I'm hoping to have at least 100 dads sign up uh, in support of the Watchdogs program uh, as a PTA membership uh, by the end of the year. You're a good man. And I want to tell you something before we run out of time here. That brings me to a great uh, uh, point to mention this, uh, Jimmy, is that uh, there is a male engagement conference that we're doing in conjunction with National PTA. It is February 8th through 10th in Kansas City. Go to fathers.com forward slash watchdogs. Halfway down our watchdog page, you'll see the link to sign up for that, and uh, you should go. It's $99 registration. Uh, you're going to stay two nights in Kansas City. It's easy to fly in and fly out. We have the Department of Education. We've got National PTA. We've got watchdogs. We have all pro dad. We have strong fathers, strong families. Um, you will not be sorry if you attend this. I actually put uh, the request into my PTA. I'm waiting for the approval of the fund. But I'm hoping to get there, and I'm trying my best to. Even if i got to use a couple dollars of my own money, I really want to try to get there. So hopefully I'll be able to meet you guys there. Uh, I'd love to. And anybody listening to this, we hope another eight or 900 folks listen to this. I will tell you all this, people on the radio, they're listening to this. 
uh, we are close to a sellout. It's going to be a very small venue. Uh, we're intentionally keeping this down to about 120 people, and we have many of the state leaders uh, coming from across the country. Dave Flat, of course, will be there. And uh, anyway, it's going to be a, a very... Let me interrupt you for just a second and say goodbye to our people who are listening on Blog Talk Radio. There you go. Blog Talk Radio and follow us on podcast. And once we clear off of here, we'll be, at, we'll be able to continue on the podcast feed. So have a great day, guys. Well, that's another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, my name is Keith Shoemaker. I'm your host. And we will be coming back now just reminding you next week our Watchdogs Radio program is going to be on Monday rather than on Tuesday. So join us on Monday. We will uh, be putting those updates on Facebook and then also on Skype. So the next week we're going to be talking about Depth 4, the daily schedule, and what it takes that when that watchdog comes in, when you have the principal buy-in, when you have the faculty buy-in, when you have a good top dog team, the next thing is what are the guys going to do when they get there? So next week we're going to talk about that watchdog's personal daily schedule, how it was put together, and where it came from and how it can be utilized in your school. I'd like to thank our uh, special guests today, Eric Snow, Executive Director of Watchdog. I'd also like to thank Mr. Dave Flat. He is the Vice President of Membership and Marketing with Nevada PTA. And you can go to Nevada PTA's webpage, I believe it is NevadaPTA.org, and also to Jimmy Oliveros of uh, Watchdogs of Long Island. And if you could go to his Facebook page and like and comment on Watchdogs of Long Island. Once again, this is Keith Shoemaker. Thank you very much for joining us. And just remember, any school that doesn't have a watchdog program, it's only because they don't know enough about it. Thanks and have a great day.